Okay, we start a new Maimah today. Vasilagani, Tavshin Chav Beis. In the contrast here, it's on page Tess. Okay, we finished. I hope I didn't knock it off. Because everything you told that was so complicated. Yeah. Lagani, when it says in the Pasek Lagani, what does it mean? Lagnuni. To my private place, my private uh, place, place of dwelling. So why is this world called the Eivishter's Gnuni? Because this is the place where the primary presence of the Eivishter was in the beginning of creation. The Shechina was here below in this world by the time of creation. Then through the Avedis that happened, so the Shechina was driven out, it was, or at least it was concealed, and then there were seven tzaddikim that came and brought the Shechina back down into this world. The faithful shepherd of all Yidin, and he's the seventh. And all sevenths are cherished. He brought the Shechina down from the last Rekia down here to this earth below. This is the purpose to create a dwelling for the to here below in this world. So this, according to the Medrash there, refers Bepashtus to the time of Matan Teireh. When the Ebishter came down, So when the Rebbe says, So what this means is that it's not only Meshra Beinu that does one final step that he brings the Shechina down into this world, but the, every one of the tzaddikim were working towards this. Like the Lashon that's always brought to negate Avram Avinu. That Avram Avinu began Matan Teireh. Preparation for Matan Teireh, a certain connection to Matan Teireh, you could see in his Aveda. It says in Chazal that uh, from Avram Avinu starts the Shnei Allah from Teireh, the 2,000 years that are related to Matan Teireh. So it's not just that uh, you have the Giluyim, that those tzaddikim were Mamshech on their levels. They, they accomplish what they accomplished. Maisha Rabbeinu accomplishes what's negated to us here below. This is the tachlis of everything. All the elements of everything that exists, and all the Aveda of the Tzadikim up until Maisha Rabbeinu, it's all for this purpose. And Maisha Rabbeinu is the one that finally brings it down here below. In order that the Abisha should remain here below in this world, and there should be a place, an established permanent place for the Ebishter's presence here in this world, immediately after. When the Shechina came down here, so the Ebishter commands Yidin to build the Mishkan. So it's interesting that it says here in this Maimer, which the simple Lashon sounds like that the Mitzvah of building the Mishkan came immediately after Matan Teira. Mm-hmm. There's different opinions about this. According to Rashi, it didn't come until much later. There was a Chate Egel, and then all the time that Moshe Rabbeinu was in the, in the mountain, and only later, after the Ebesha said, Salach Tekidvarecha, then they got the Mitzvah to build the Mishkan. So it wasn't Miyad. In other words, the, according to Rashi, the Chathchila, this wasn't the plan, that they would need a Mishkan. The Ebesha was there with them, and uh, that's it. They, they didn't need a, a Mishkan for this. 
after the Ebeshter was concealed from them because of Chet Egel, Moshe Rabbeinu begged the Ebeshter to come back and dwell amongst the Eden, so then they got the mitzvah to build the Mishkan. But here he's going according to another opinion, which I believe is the opinion of the Zoyar, that the mitzvah of building the Mishkan did come immediately after Matan Teireh. And it wasn't just a result of Chet Egel, but it was for the purpose that he says over here. That in order for the Ebeshter to be amongst the Eden with a Kvias, that's accomplished through building the Mishkan. Or the Lashon that it says in many other places is that uh, the Gili Bamatan Teireh was Bulderach Mumailo Amata, Vayered Avayal Har Sinai. Or the Lashon of the Medrash, Al Yoinim Yerdul Tachtainim. That the ones above come down below. And then. That is what happened by uh, the Mishkan, which was from below, that the Eden from below creates a home for the Ebishter by bringing all the materials and building them. Uh, so that's uh, the Aveda of Tachtainim Yalal Al Yainim. So, as the Medish over there says, the whole purpose in order to bring the Shechinadal Amatabaretz, how do you bring the Shechinadal Amatabaretz Bekvius? And the Rebbe says here that you have to bring a Bekvius. So, what is the Kvius? How do you accomplish this Kvius? As long as the Hamshach is Mulmaila, it's not going to be Kvius. Because if it's Mulmailo, that means that the world below is not a keli for this. You're going to be Megala in the Mitzvah of the Tachten, the Aveda of the Tachten Gufa, to make a keli for the Shechina here in this world. So that is what creates the Kvius. It's not just the Mulmailo, but the Develt itself should become a keli for it. So therefore, the building of the Mishkan is a follow up to, to be Mamshech, that what was there, Mulmailo, that there should be the Aveda from below to create, to build this Mishkan. Pasik says the beginning of Mishkan, the ik the Mikdash, Ikri Mishkan, and Mishkan Ikri Mikdash. The Besa Mikdash is called a Mishkan, or not the Besa Mikdash, the Mikdash, which is the holy place, is called a Mishkan, and Mishkan is called Mikdash. Two different expressions. So Nema, what does it say? Oh, Vasisla Sakrashim La Mishkan Atsishitim Aimdim. That you build the Mishkan and the walls of the Mishkan itself are made from the Atsikrashim. The Atsishitim Krashim, which are Atsishitim. So the two expressions used here, Kroshim and Atsishitim. Mavayi Baruchos, on the Maimur, the Fridgreb explains, Sha'isi is Keresh, Mairim Aleifen Aveda. These letters of Keresh <coughs> refers to the Aleifen Aveda Vayid, and all three letters of Keresh have a connection to Lu'umaza. These are letters that have a connection to things that are Hepacha Emes. And therefore you have to take this Keresh, the Aleifen Aveda is to take the Keresh and to transform them all into Kedusha. Tachlus you what's the purpose of the old Saveide? Shiyu Atsishitim, that you should have Atsishitim. What is that? What are the Atsishitim? Shtus de Kedusha. It refers to the Shtus de Kedusha. Shizuya Aveide, Shalamayla Mitam Vedas. This is when a person serves the Ebishter higher than reason and logic. Shaydezem is Saknim, is Ashitim, Shtus de Lomaze. So through the Aveda of Shtus de Kedusha, you have the ability to be misakin the Shtus of Lohumazah. So whenever there is negative behavior in a person's life, so that it's based on a Ruach Shtus that overcomes him. And how do you deal with a Ruach Shtus? Not by trying to reason with the Ruach Shtus. Because if it's a Ruach Shtus, it doesn't understand Seichel. You have to have the Koyach, Lomayla Mitam Vedas, of Shtus de Kedusha, to be able to fight with the Ruach Shtus de Lomaze. And not only fight, but actually transform it. Transform it into Shtus de Kedusha, or into a Kedesh for the Mishkan. Deizeh, Nishlomah, Kavaneh, Li'ez, Dira, Le'ez, Barach, Betachtainim. 
This fulfills the purpose of making a dirbe tachtainim by using the kroshim for the mishkan and transforming the shtus de umaze into shtus de kedusha. That's the dirbe tachtainim. Who is the one that does this Aveda? Who has that who has the ability to do this kind of Aveda to take Shtust Lomaza and transform it into Shtust Kedusha? So it's only Yidin. It's Dafka through Yidin that the Taira Mitzvis have their effect. So he's talking here not only about this Indian of Shtust Kedusha. Shtus de Kedusha is something that's shayach only by Yidin. Why? Because only a Yid has a Neshama that's higher than Tam Vadas, and therefore he could serve Devishter with that kind of a connection. So obviously that's only for Yidin. But not only B'negei to Shtus de Kedusha, but B'chlal, the Pu'ola of Teiro Mitzvah, that Yidin do in this world, and so that's given only for Yidin. Only the Yidin that have a Neshama have the Kayach to do all the Teiro Mitzvahs. He continues there in the mind of Basilagani, so therefore, Nikron, Bene Israel, Gambashem, Tsevisavaye, Yidna called Tsevisavaye, Miloshen, Tsova. So the simple shot of Tsevisavaye is that Yidna are in an army. The word Tsevisavaye or Tsova, the word Tsova means three different things. Tsova, Miloshen, and Shechayel. The simple shot of Tsova is people that are in an army. The other ones that are here in this world. And they are part of Hashem's army to fulfill the will of the Ebishter here in this world. And Tzavva is also Miloshin's man mugbal. Tzavva means that there's a set amount of time. As we see the Loshin, the Pasuk, it says, A man has a set amount of time here in this world. So what does this mean? So Pashtus, it refers to the fact that every person has the number of days in his life that Abishta gives him to fulfill his shlichas of his neshama in this world. So here the Rebbe teaches it on a deeper level. What this refers to is how the Aveda of a person should be done. That the main focus of a Yid's Aveda in this world is to do it within the frame of time. In other words, within the limitations of this world. Taito Mitzvah is specifically given in such a way that it's mugbul in Zman Amokim in this world. A lot of mitzvahs are mugbul in Zman. A lot of mitzvahs are actually not mugbul in Zman. But every mitzvah is mugbul in Mokim. Well, not, not necessarily in a specific Mokim, and also not necessarily in a specific Zman. So when he says here, in the Hagbalist of Zman Amokim, he doesn't mean Tafke the mitzvahs that are mitzvah as Man or the mitzvahs that are, could be done only in Eretz Yisrael, or only in the base of Mikdash, so it could only be done in a specific time. He means Bechlal. In, in, the fact in, that... Within the framework of time and space, every single mitzvah is given to be done by a Yid here, Dafkin's Zman Mokim. Because why? Again, this is Behemshach to what we said before. The Yidin are in the Tzava of the Ebishter to bring the Shekhinah down Lamata Baaretz. So for Yid's Aveda, it just consists of serving the Eibishter by trying to lift himself up out of time and space, where a person goes out of his Akbalas, so then he's not fulfilling his shlichas in this world. The whole Aved of Eid is to be in Velt, in Zman Mokim, and there to do a mitzvah, there to bring the Eibishter down into this world. And then the third pshat, Tzavo, Lashen Tzivyoyim V'yayfi. When you have beauty, when you have um, a Tzivyoyim, which is when you have beautiful colors and shapes and beauty, and how do you have beauty? When you have an inclusion of different colors. 
וזהו שאבידס בני ישראל נאסס על ידי הסקללו סום יחד. So this is another aspect of the Aveda, that you have to have the, the unity of all Yidin together. And every Yid adds another detail in the beauty of the Aveda. There's different in Yonam and Achtos. We learned this in the previous Maimonim, Basil Gani, when he spoke about this Indian. You have an Indian of Achtos, where it's the essence of the Yid, that's above any differences between one and another. It's at the Edson, we're all the same. You can't say that there are Indian of beauty that is colors. Shankin over here, he's talking about bringing down that achtos into the mitzvahs of every person, where every person is different. But even there, where every person is different, it doesn't mean that they have to be separated from one another. Adarabha, the fact that they're different can be used in a way that they complement one another. And they even create a beauty by, by adding the different flavors of every person's aveda. So everyone, so pastors, every person has to appreciate what he's supposed to do and what the other person is supposed to do. And therefore, there's an achtos, there's a heskalos. And through this aveda, so the aveda of transforming shtos to lomazan, to to kedusha. And again, the, the, the three points here, which are the three nekudus of the attitude of a yid, the anchechayel, which is to have that absolute bitl, like when a person joins the army. And also to know where to focus on the Aveda. The focus of the Aveda is in the Welt, not to run away from this world, but Adarabe, in the Welt. And also every person with their Prat, and to have the, the Achtos with all the Yidin. So all through all this, Nishlam, Ainyan, Vasili, Mikdash, Vishachanti, Besaycham, Bechal Prati, Aveda, Kifishanasim, Mitzad, Bene Israel, Lamata. So this is how we fulfill bringing the Abish down in this world through the Aveda of Yidin near below. After the Frid Gereba completes the first two Maimorim, so there's the Maim of Basilagani, and then, which is five Isis, and then the Maimor of Hayesheves Baganim, another five Isis. So then Maisiv Bahem Shech Levayer, so he continues starting from Isir Aleph, and he explains, Shanaisna Mulmailo, as Alvayer, to explain as Hakaiches, Shanaisna Mulmailo. What is the kayach that Abish gives from above in order to be able to do and fulfill this Aveda? So, regarding this Aitzer that Abish gives Mulmaila, he gives a general introduction in Sifir Aleph. And he explains, You talk about an army, so an army is about, there's a battle taking place. When it comes to the Eibishter's name, which also one of the Eibishter's name is Tzvois, Shanasai de Aveda de Tzavom. So this name of the Eibishter is, is brought about or is reached through the Aveda of Yidin here below when they serve the Eibishter like in an army, fighting in a battle. So the Madrash says, Benigeya, to the fact that the Eibishter's name is Tzvois, Keshani Oisa, Melchama Bereshoim, Aninikre Tzvois. When the Abishta is fighting with Rishayim, that's the Abishta's name, Tzvois. The Madrashta describes each one of the names is another mid of the Abishta. So the mid of the Abishta of fighting with Rishayim is the name Tzvois. Hainu, so regarding Yidin, what this refers to is, Shaklal, Azavedis B'nei Yisrael, Bahanagos, and Ba'ilam. Durach gained the Welt. Generally speaking, the Aved of Yidin when they go through this world. When they experience life in this world, it's not just go through as in the sense of like passing through. But when a person lives life in this world, and to live life in this world according to demands of Taito Mitzvahs, and 
and not just to do Teirah Mitzvahs, but also to affect the world around him, that everything in the world should behave according to the demands of Teirah and Mitzvahs. The life of a person, of a Yid, in this world, is a life of a Muhammad. As the Zayah says, The bread that you eat in this world, it's at the tip of a sword. Anytime a Yid interacts with Elam Hazad, there's a battle taking place. Why? Especially based on what we just learned in Tanya in these days, Al Tareb explains. Every time a person eats or whatever, it's not only eating. Eating is one example. The, the, the example of eating is always broad because that's something that a person does daily, constantly. But it's the same thing when you get to all activity of a person in Elam Hazza when he interacts with Elam Hazza. It could either be done Shem Shemayim or it could be done for, for Yeshus or for own personal thing not connected to Debeshu. So there's always a Muhammad taking place of how the person will interact with Elam Hazza. There's the, also connected to what it says in this week's Pasha, Bitsloisi, Bivausi, Bacharbi, Bakashti. We get to the Aveda, the Muhammad, it's called Bacharbi, Bakashti, that Yaakov says. So here the Friedrich explains, When it comes to a war, there are two types of wars. One is that the war is being fought in order to gain whatever. Uh, Whatever uh, shalol and baz you can get from this. Talk, give me the English words, please. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not a ha. Huh? Booty. Booty. Spoils. Spoils. Loot. Loot. Okay, wow, great. <laughs> Amazing. So when you fight a war, and it's not that there's something that you, you're, that you feel that your life is in risk and you have to fight, so because there's something that's really hanging in balance. You have a king. You have a king that's fighting. He decides he wants to expand his territory. He wants to get more money, he wants to get more possessions. So they fight a war for this, for this sake. That's one kind of war. So they're fighting for the victory that it should be like the king wants, meaning if the king himself feels like that his own throne is being threatened and the people are not listening to him, whether there's an outright rebellion or not an outright rebellion, or the king is fighting for himself, for his own sake, for his own being, for his own rotsen, to be listened to. So then he's not fighting for anything that he can gain, but he's fighting for the rotsen, for himself, the melech himself. That's a much deeper union of Muhammad. So he says that this is the ikirin of Muhammad. So the Rabbi explains it. When you fight a Muhammad just for the spoils that you get from this, so here you're fighting with a certain cheshman. What is it exactly that I'm going to gain? And so you're fighting for that purpose. So if that's the, the gain that you're looking for here, so you're going to calculate how much is it worth investing into this war? That it should be worth it for what you're going to gain through this war. You're not going to invest billions of dollars and it's going to bring you something which is worth less than that. So it's all relative. So th- therefore, this is, not what, this is what's not what's called the Ikra Muhammad. Ikra Muhammad, you're not really fighting. Like when you fight all the way to the last ounce of energy, a person's ready to die in a Muhammad, that this is, he's fighting for his life. Over here, there's a cheshben. It's not The Muhammad is not the point. The, the point is the shalal and the baz that comes through the Muhammad. The Muhammad is a means to an end. The Muhammad is sort of an investment to get to that. So, so you have to see how much that investment uh, is, it pays off. 
That's at stake here. We're talking about the Ratzin of a Melech, which is connected to the Melech himself, his whole identity as a king. That if his Ratzin is not being followed, so that touches his whole being as a king. So that, here, it's not possible to make a cheshbon. What, what will he gain? What will he not gain? It's negated his whole metzius. So over here, he's ready to fight until the very end. So therefore, over here, going back, to, we're using this all as a marshal, the milo, that is also the, the giluyim that come al milo, and these giluyim al milo are accomplishing a certain purpose, but then there's the Iker Amulchamim Umayla. That's negated to the essence of the Ebishter himself. Not because of any gain or any giluyim, any stages in the Seder Shtalshlus of what creation accomplishes. But what the essence, what's negated, so to speak, the Ratzin of the Ebishter himself, Nisava. And mitzad that, we have to be here to fulfill that Kavana, and it's negated to the Ebishter himself. So therefore, it's a kind of Aveda that's the Mayla Mitan Vadas. So below, the Aveda to fulfill this battle, or to, to fight this battle, that is, to fulfill the Ebishter's Kavana, so then it's demanded also to, that it should be Lamayla Mitan Vadas. But here is giving you a much deeper understanding of why Aveda has to be Lamayla Mitan Vadas. Before he said, why does a Yid have to serve the Ebishter Lamayla Mitan Vadas? Because you're dealing with a Nevesha Bahamas. That's Lamata Mitan Vadas. That's irrational. So how are you going to respond to him? How are you going to deal with him? Only through a Neshama, which is Lamayla Mitan Vadas, could you overcome that kind of a uh, challenge. Over here he's saying something else. Not Mitzah, the Nisyanis you have. That practically it's the only way to overcome your Nevesha Bahamas. Mitzah the Kavon al if you want to fulfill the Ebishter's Ratzin, the Nisava Kodesh Baruch the Ratzin of the Ebishter, which is Lamayla Mitan Vadas, how do you connect to that? And how do you really fight that kind of a war through a bit to Lamayla Mitan Vadas? If a person is serving the Ebishter with Giluyim, with the Seichel, with any of his Midas, or whatever other Ruchni is the aspect there is inside of him, so then he's not connecting to the essence of the Ebishter. So then it's, it's serving the Ebishter and the level of a Mulchame where there's a certain gain that the person feels that he has in his Teiro Mitzvahs. Just like Lamaila, there's that level of Taira Mitzvahs that comes down from its source. It's Melubish and Aseichel, whether it's Mishpatim, or any other dark of Giluyim that there is Melmaila. So that's also a Yinim Melmaila. As I mentioned last time when we learned this, that you find in Sifrei, Zoya, Kabbalah, that there's reasons for creation. It's on a certain level of Seyed Rishtal If you're serving the with with your own personal gain that's involved in it, whether Gashmias, whether Ruchnias, or even on very high levels that you want to become one with Eivishter, whatever gain a person is serving Eivishter with, so that's connected to a certain dag of Yiluyim Lamailo. But that's not the Mulchama that we're talking about here. Here we're talking about the Mulchama Mitzad the Nisava Kodesh Baruch This is the Ratzin of the Melech. This is Kaviyachal Negei to Eivishter himself. Or maybe without a Kaviyachal. Obviously over here it doesn't mean that anybody is threatening the Eivishter. But he decided that this is what he wants. And that's the Nisava of the Eivishter. So to connect and serve the Ebishter on this level, it's only through an absolute bittul of Lamayla Mitan Vadas, where there's no gain that the person is thinking about whatsoever. And for this battle that a Yid fights here below in this world, 
Paischem or mevazbezim esaitzris. They bestow opens up, and not only opens up, but he's mevazbez. He completely squanders all his treasures. How you caught him? The very expensive treasures. Shoyitumunim mikamadaitis that were hidden away for many generations. And they're given over They're given over to the generals to give for whom? For the Anshiachail, that they should have what they need to be able to fight the war. Through this assistance that comes from squandering all these hidden treasures, they will be victorious in their battle. And that fulfills the Ratzna of the king. So there's the Pekidi Achayel, which you can probably say refers to the Rebbe, the, 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 the Pekidi Achayel of every generation. They're the ones that get these tremendous Kaychisa. For what purpose? To give it to the, to the Yidin of their generation, to the Dirt, to the Anshi Achayel, the simple, the foot soldiers that are fighting, the daily Muhammad. This if, where the Friedrich Rebbe talks about this, this Muhammad and the fact that there's an Eitzer and that David opens up this Eitzer, this is an introduction to the points that the Friedrich Rebbe talks in the next Eitz going forward. The Friedrich Rebbe comes and explains, so what is this Kayach that David gives? Generally, he says that this is the hidden, very hidden treasures. And now, for the purpose of fighting and winning this war, the kavana is to open up these treasures. And not only to open up, but and then to, to give it different stages in the hamshacha. There's opening, and then there's giving. And then when you give, you can give in a lot of different ways. So the giving should be in such a way. Treasure. So it says here, it's sarcha, your treasure. In other words, it refers to a level of a treasure that only the Ebishter knows of. It's totally concealed of us, as we'll learn in the Hemshech. And that it's sarcha, not it's sarcha hatoiv, lanu tiftach, with a comma between toiv and lanu, but toiv lanu goes together, that it should be open and revealed good to us. That's the chiddush of the treasure, that the Ebishter opens up the treasure. So this is probably connected to the point that the al speaks about in Tanya Perik Havav, that usually when you talk about such a high, deep treasure, that's what's called Hanestatus Lavaya Lekeinu. al says in Tanya, when a person has a situation which is painful in this world, what does it really mean? Because it's coming from such a high place, so therefore it can't come down in this world in, as a revealed good. It can't. In other words, it's, it's a different kind of good, and it's translated in this world as, as negative. That's usually the way that Eitzar reaches us. The Chiddush here is, on one hand, we're taking from Eitzar Cha, from the deepest hidden treasure from Alma de Skasia, and yet, it should be opened up and it should come down to us in a manner of Atoiv Lanum. Biyachat, so the Rebbe says, on one hand, the Makabal feels that it's Toiv Shaloi, but we're not, in a, we're not minimizing the source of where this comes from. It doesn't come from Alma de Izgalia. It does come from the highest place, from the hidden, from Eitzarecha. And yet, it opens up and it comes from there, all the way down to be revealed below, that the Makabal should be margish, this goodness of it.